Y'all haters kill me with that cue for a big girl mess. You catch me slaying with my thick thighs and big old breasts. I'm so relentless when I'm rocking my fitted dress. They yelling jazz if you exit who did it best. And we're black. Finally. Am I right, child? What a dumpster fire. I want to jump right into the tomfoolery, but uh, typical housekeeping notes, go ahead and subscribe to the show. Uh, rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts, uh, like, share, all that jazz. Head on over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel, Big Girl Slay. It will be greatly appreciated. Now, let's get started. Um, the format's going to be a little different today. There's a lot of, uh, things happening in pop culture. So we're just going to touch on all of those. Okay. Okay. And by things, I mean, raggedy undeserving men. Um, the first one we're going to start off with is Darius, better known as Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Y'all may or may not remember not too long ago, Kiki went to Usher's Vegas raggedy lord residency and was dancing with usher in a rather revealing close-fitting dress her raggedy baby daddy then got on the internet and like it's the dress for me you're a mom and everybody was like uh excuse me what kiki then went on to be in usher's boyfriend video it was all haha like sir you're doing a lot and i do believe that we told y'all then when that happened, that that was weird, strange behavior of him to be like, oh, you're a mom. And y'all were like, oh, he's just traditional and he just wants a traditional family and blah, 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 blah. What is traditional about you not being the breadwinner? What is traditional about you working for her? What is traditional about you living in her house where she pays the bills? How is he? Oh, he wants a traditional family. How? Nothing about this is traditional. He wants to be able to control her simply because they're in a relationship and they have a child together. It's a few too many of y'all that feel like you own the woman you're in a relationship or person you're in a relationship with. Y'all do not own people. You cannot tell people what to wear. You cannot tell people where to go. You cannot tell people what to do. And I feel like all of this has been super normalized. So y'all are like, oh, that's not abusive. It's fine to tell her you can't wear that. No, you can say, I don't like that. I don't want you to wear that. You can say that, but guess what I'm going to do? Walk out the house and whatever I want to wear. And the part that's very weird to me is y'all be meeting these people in the dresses you claim not to like. Like if you met her in a halter top with her booty cheeks out, what, like how was it all of a sudden? Oh no. I don't like that. Well, you approached me when I was wearing it. So now all of a sudden it's a problem, but it's because you're controlling and you're being abusive. Now I was going to let it rock because I didn't like him from jump. When I found out he was a Republican, like black Republicans red flag, like it's never good. But anyway, come to find out not only is he trying to be controlling, but he is physically and emotionally abusive. And there's, photographic and video evidence of his abuse and of course you pea-brained idiots are on the internet like well they're just fighting over a phone and a still shot could tell a very different story fighting over a phone 
has been so normalized. Like the fizzle, the physicalness of fighting over a phone and the pushing and shoving has been so normalized that y'all think it is an okay thing to do. And it's definitely not. Apparently this abuse has been going on for two years and Kiki has been putting on a strong face as women typically have to do, continuing to get her checks to support her baby and her useless, abusive boyfriend. Mind you, Kiki has said nothing to us about this as it should be. She went to the courts, she filed her motion, she got temporary custody of her child and a restraining order, period. Because that's how you need to move out here. But of course, her raggedy, useless, shiftless, unemployed baby daddy is on this <laughs> attempted smear campaign, which, sir, come on. He's releasing these weird chopped and screwed audios of him talking to Kiki's mother and her threatening to put a bullet in his head as if that would move us in any direction. You are abusing her daughter who just had your baby. Of course she threatened to put a bullet in your head. We supposed to feel sorry for you? We supposed to feel away? We supposed to be on your side now? No, you dummy. Who wouldn't threaten to put a bullet in your head when you're abusing their child? Duh. He released that in every, like, to quote Azalea Banks, which mm, don't typically do, but what now? Like, what now? What are we supposed to do with this? We supposed to feel sorry for you? We been said you was abusive back when you was worried about what she had on at the Usher concert. So this just confirms everything we thought about you, you big dummy. Of course, his big dumbass brother hops on the internet and is like, um, tried to deny it. Then when the pictures came out, he swiftly deleted it as we knew he would. And it turns out his mother has an active restraining order on their father. So abuse is just all steeped into this raggedy ass family. And then his brother talking to Kiki's mother talking about, yeah, I used to be that way when I was younger too. Okay, so what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Be like, oh, okay, so in 10 years, he's gonna stop abusing my daughter? Like, what are we talking about? You telling me that you used to be that way when you were younger just confirms that he is also abusive. Like, I am confusion. And it wouldn't be a story without the idiots of the internet chiming in, talking about they don't believe her and these stills could like tell a different story that didn't actually happen and blah, blah, blah. Courts do not hand out temporary full custody and restraining orders to people who don't need it. As if he hasn't given Kiki's mother enough of a reason to put a bullet in his head. Kiki also submitted documents stating that he had become aggressive with their child because he wouldn't stop crying. We're talking about a baby. I don't know for, um, I don't know how old the baby is, but like, I think it is common knowledge that babies cry. They can't talk. The only way they can communicate with you is crying. They might be hungry. They might be sleepy. They might need their diaper change. They might just feel like fucking crying. That is what babies do. So the fact that you are getting upset with a baby for doing what babies do and getting aggressive under the jail. The baby, you mad at the baby for being a baby? He got to go. 
maybe supervised visitation uh, a couple years down the road, but this ain't it. Sir, the only reason we know who you are is because of Kiki. The only reason you have income is because of Kiki. The only reason you have somewhere to live was because of Kiki. So, like, what are we really doing out here? I'm so confused as to why these bums get with women who are doing it. Kiki has been famous since forever, literally. And then you think you're going to come in here and try to do what? Tell her where she can and cannot go? What she can and cannot wear? You feel a way about her being around Usher? She's Kiki Palmer. Like, are you dumb? Abusing her in her home where she pays the bills. You can't even afford these bills. And you got the audacity, the nerve, the gall to be abusing her and getting aggressive with your own child for crying. Like he's not a literal baby. Under the jail. Get him the fuck out of here. Whew, child. And the raggedy train continues. Partisan Fontaine, a.k.a. Party, a.k.a. Meg Thee Stallion's ex, a.k.a. Ghostwriter, a.k.a. Loser. First, I would like to be welcome into stand-up. Uh, I've never been a stand before. Obviously, I have enjoyed people's music. I have listened to them. I have supported them. But I've never been a stand. I've never been argue on the internet stand and apparently i'm a meg the stallion stand because i will argue with you on the internet about meg the stallion now back to this corny lame ass nigga recently meg the stallion put out cobra stream it buy it do what you gotta do run it up cobra is a very vulnerable song she's uh addressing a lot of things that have been said she's confirming a lot of things that have been said she says Yes, she's depressed. Yes, she drinks a lot. There is not a lot of people close to her that she can really depend on. She has a lot, like all of the things, right? So there is one, count them, one bar referring to her catching a man cheating where she lays her head. Nary a name was mentioned. I mean, we're talking about Meg Thee Stallion. She could have been talking about anybody. I'm sure she's been cheated on more than once but what do they say about them hit dogs they gonna holler so approximately two to three weeks later this corn nugget releases a four minute diss track to meg the stallion she said one bar and he got on a four minute terrible whack-ass diss track to address what she said first of all you doing all this over one bar that said she caught you cheating in the place where she lay her head and you didn't even deny the cheating. You just said it wasn't in her bed. So you did cheat on her. It just wasn't in her bed. And she didn't even say it was in her bed. It says where she lay her head. So if she pulled up to your house and you were cheating on her, I'm sure she slept at your house, right? Where she lays her head. So like, make it make sense, you idiot. So we didn't deny the cheating allegations. And on top of that, the song is fucking terrible. It's, it's very hooked on phonics. It sounds like somebody who just learned how to read decided to rap. And it's like dragging his finger along under every word. What is this? Not only is it sonically bad, he literally said everything that Megan already said on Cobra and then sprinkled in some lies. Like, what are, what are we doing? Talking about, oh, you got everything and you still not happy. Yes, 
That is how depression works. You dummy. What is not clicking? He got on there like he's telling us something that she didn't already tell us. Oh, you can't trust nobody near you. Yeah, she said that. Like, did you listen to the song or did you just hear that one bar take two weeks to write a terrible ass this and then release this garbage onto the world? Make it make sense to me because it's not clicking for me. Then he goes on to accuse her of texting other guys and you had me talking to guys that you knew that you slept with and blah, blah, blah. Okay, Mr. Feminist. He has a feminist tattoo on his body for reasons I am unsure of at this point, but he claims to be a feminist. So Mr. Feminist, why are we concerned with people that she has slept with before y'all were together? Why is that any of your concern? Explain it to me. And then he's like, he found out at the same time everybody else did that she slept with Tori. And like, first of all, who wouldn't lie about sleeping with Tori Lanes? First of all, was it before she started dating you? Yes. Then what does it matter? And I feel like y'all don't listen to her music. Like she's not shy about her body and what she does with it in her music. So I am a little confused. Not to mention men love to be like, oh, she got too many bodies. She for the streets, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they got 90 bodies under their belt and ain't had a STI test in decades. But we worried about women and how many bodies they got. Meanwhile, you just slept with half a fucking Atlanta. Y'all are weird and stupid party. You are particularly corny. Like he claims to have wanted to marry this woman. But yet here we are listening to this horrible ass disc record. And when he got dragged for releasing this terrible ass disc record and when everybody told him how terrible it was, I'm sure he felt like an idiot. He proceeds to get on the internet, Instagram live to be specific and stream Tory Lane's new, uh, I don't know, uh, prison remix. I don't know. But he was supporting Tory Lanez on Instagram Live. You have got to be one of the biggest losers I have ever been introduced to. Like, you want to marry her, but you're going to get on the internet because your song fucking sucks and we told you it sucks and support the man that shot her. You was with her through this extremely trying time in her life. And you decide the best course of action is to get on the internet and support the man that literally shot her. Disgusting. And may your career stay where it is in the gutter. The only solace I have is I know he wants a career like Meg's and I know he'll never get it. Never. Your delivery is terrible. You can't get us to care unless you ghostwriting for Cardi. Go away, sir. You forever be a corny loser that should have never gotten the chance to be with Meg Thee Stallion. I knew something was funny when he tried to bust down the bathroom door when she was in there. Just raggedy. Like, you really thought you ate with this whack-ass diss? You ain't said nothing that Meg didn't already say on Cobra. Like, what? Go, go away. Go far, far away, loser. And I know he felt hype because he was trending on Twitter for a long time. The longest he's ever been trending for anything. Probably gassed his head up. Now look at you. Nobody cares and Cobra is climbing the charts. I implore you to not support anything Party does because he's a lame, he's a loser, he's corny, he's not a feminist. Moving on to the next pile of garbage. Like, it's just, oh, men deserve nothing like absolutely nothing 
Y'all, have y'all seen that tweet? I think men should start off in jail and prove their way out. I mean, it's looking better every day. Moving on to the gigantic uh, internet exploding story. Cassie suing Diddy for just the unspeakable. So, um, if you haven't heard, I'm assuming you've been in a coma. But I will fill you in. Cassie has uh, sued Diddy. For a lot of things, sexual assault, uh, rape, it's just, it's a lot, and it's all bad. Okay? It's about 35 pages, and it has a um, trigger warning on it. Have you ever seen a lawsuit with a trigger warning? Like, yikes. This lawsuit was settled by Diddy in 24 hours. I don't even think it was an entire day. But 24 hours, this lawsuit was settled. Now, I'm going to help some of you idiots out out there because some of y'all are very, very confused. Everybody's like, oh, she settled. She's a gold digger. She only did this for money. Why did it take her so long? Lottie fucking die. Everything else under the sun. This was not a criminal case. It was a civil case. Money was the only option. Either they take it to trial and drag out all the long details so everybody gets to know more and she gets her money or they settle and she gets her money without going through the whole trial and getting more information on how terrible of a person Diddy is. It's not like y'all are very dumb talking about, oh, she settled. Money was always the end result, you dummy. Like, what are you talking about? Just loud and wrong. And Google is right there and it's free. And if you call her name, she will answer. Hey, Google, what's the difference between a criminal case and a civil case? According to Middle District of Florida, civil cases usually involve disputes between people or organizations while criminal cases allege a violation of a criminal law. See how easy that was? But y'all don't care about that. Y'all just want to be ignorant and loud and wrong. And I'm sure some of y'all have... uh. Apple, I'm sure Siri does a similar thing. But again, y'all don't care about that. Y'all just want to be ignorant, loud, and wrong. Now, out of all the things that I have heard about this, and it's a lot because you know I'd be on Twitter, I've yet to come across anybody saying Diddy didn't do this. Did, she's lying on him. There's no way he did this. I can't even fathom him doing something like this. Nobody's saying that. Everybody is saying, well, she just wants money. Why'd she wait so long? There's nobody flat out saying, no, I don't believe this. He didn't do that. All y'all are doing is victim blaming and asking, oh, what took her so long? You know what really grinds my gears about you, what took her so long and why does she say anything, people, is y'all will literally be in the middle of dragging the victim. Like, oh, she wore this, oh, she said that, oh, she stayed, oh, she went back, oh, it took her so long. And then turn around and be like, and I don't know why people don't say things uh, the second that it happens. Really? You don't? You're literally in the middle of dragging this person right now. And you don't know why people don't come out sooner? It's because every time somebody comes out and says, oh, he did X, Y, Z to me, here y'all come talking about, oh, she's lying. Oh, why she didn't say nothing sooner. Like, why do you think people don't come out? Because of dummies like you who immediately say they're lying, immediately ask what took them so long, and, like, look what y'all are doing to Cassie. 
And y'all want to know why people don't say anything sooner. Because of dummies like you. All y'all do is victim blame. And the women that say something really get me. Like, really? This is what you're doing, girl? It be the same women too scared to speak up when they don't like their full set talking about, oh, why didn't she say anything sooner? Girl, why did you walk out the nail shop with a full set that you hate and didn't utter a single word and you gave them a tip? Like, shut up. And honestly, I think a lot of those women that say stuff like that be abuse their damn selves. But yet they on the internet talking about, oh, well, she should have said something sooner. Like, we're talk we're not talking about Tyrone that work at the Wawa. We're talking about Diddy. We're they're talking about powerful people. Like, it's hard enough to say something when Tyrone down at the Wawa did something to you. Cause as soon as you go to the police, they're gonna be like, oh, well, what'd you have on? And why'd you do this? And where'd you go that? It's hard enough to come forward when it's just regular smegler degler people that you were trying to say victimize you. But we're talking about Diddy. We're talking about a billionaire. We're talking about a mogul. We're talking about someone that is extremely powerful. Someone that has surrounded themselves with people that will look the other way when he physically beats someone. When he blows up someone's car for simply talking to somebody. This is a very powerful man and for those of you who can't even say something to the nail tech asking why cassie didn't come forth sooner like please y'all can't even say nothing to your mama about that uncle like come on please be for real and again a lot of y'all are scared to come forth or scared to say anything it's because you know what will happen you will be accused of lying. Nobody will believe you. They say you're out to get money and everything else under the sun. So the I'm just so confused that everybody's like, oh, well, gosh, y'all didn't say anything sooner. Why not? You know why not? Look at what y'all do to victims. Now, you would think with something as explosive as this, you would have a lot of comments from people in the industry, things of that nature. No, everybody's quiet as a church mouse. And I think we know why. However, there are some idiots that have chosen to uh, speak about it. A uh, certain podcaster that used to rap has stated that he's not going to talk about it because Diddy listens to the show and something else about it. But I think we all know the real reason. It's because he abuses women as well. And he has no room to talk. That's why a lot of people are on mute. We haven't heard anything from anybody. Everybody's so quiet all of a sudden. Why ain't nobody talking? Especially the men. Y'all usually have a whole bunch of stuff to say about it. But y'all are quiet. And we know why you're quiet. You're not low. It's because you abuse women as well. And you are worried about the same thing happening to you. Because you know if you pipe up and say, well... I don't think he did it or blah, blah, blah. There will be just droves and droves of women coming forward saying how you abused them. That's why y'all are quiet. We know why. Slim Thug, who apparently has a baby by his cousin, felt the need to hop on Instagram live and talk about the situation, talking about, oh, well, I mean, it should be a time limit on it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you time limit bastards really grind my gears. First of all, there is a time limit. Second of all, if you didn't abuse people, you wouldn't have to worry about there being a time limit on them being able to sue you. That is always an option. Just don't abuse people 
and you won't have to worry about statute of limitations. It is very simple, but here we are. Slim Thug basically is worried that one of the, I'm sure, many women he's abused in the past will come and take the remaining $416.32 from his savings account. That's what he's concerned about. Talking about, oh, well, I mean, why why can you come back so long ago and do this? Because you can, and you should be able to. Like, y'all are so annoying. Why can she wait so long? Why are you abusing people to begin with? You could just not do it. And y'all act like because it's been a certain amount of time, it just never happened. If I punched you in the face today, three weeks from now, would I still have punched you in the face? Like, what are we talking about? And a lot of these people have daughters. Like, this is how you thinking and you got a daughter out there in the world? That is scary. Very, very scary. Slim Thug is an idiot. Of course he got dragged because, nigga, what the fuck are you even talking about right now? Talking about, oh, well, I mean, it's just my opinion. I just got on here and I didn't I didn't want this to go worldwide and this is not what I do. You thought that dumbass opinion wouldn't go worldwide? You idiot. Again, the amount of men that aren't saying anything on the topic is just like, <laughs> it's wild. We know exactly why you're not saying anything. We're not confused about it. We understand fully that your concern is the same thing will happen to you because you've been out here abusing people. Again, not abusing people is always an option. You could just not. Then you won't have to worry about 10 years down the line being sued for abuse. Because guess what? You didn't abuse anyone. You see how that works? Like, I don't sit around concerned like oh no any day now the suit could be coming from whoever the fuck because I don't abuse people it's a very very simple concept and I feel like it's easy to get like me no hit women women no sue me like you get it anyway Diddy's a terrible person again I've yet to hear somebody say you know I don't think he did that everybody's comment is, well, why did she wait so long? Like, really? That's what you got out of that 35-page suit? Why did she wait so long? Did you see what he did? Like, oh, y'all are exhausting. Truly. Anyway, uh, Diddy's an awful person, obviously. Um, this is the tip of the iceberg. He is, he's, he's crumbling, actively crumbling. I think another suit has been filed against him by another... Like, imagine how many women he has abused. Like, the suits are going to start rolling in. Apparently, he's under a criminal investigation as well for some assault. Like, call us a rant, because I, I think it's a wrap on the mogul. But again, he is very powerful. You never know what might happen. But I know he's a raggedy individual. I believe 100% of what Cassie said. All of it. 24 hours? You settled in 24 hours? Yeah, you did that shit. Absolutely. Slim Thug, you're an idiot. Um, Go back to wherever you were before all of this. Uh, Joe Budden, we, we know what you did. Like, come on, sir. 
<laughs> I'm not going to say anything because he listened to the podcast. <laughs> okay, so what? That's a great excuse, but we really know why you're not saying nothing. Finally, Justin, details from Tiana Taylor's divorce filings from Iman Shumpert have uh, brought to light some uh, troubling accusations, which is a shame because I really liked Iman Shumpert, but in her uh, divorce filing, she said that she was forced to dim her light. Uh, she was, he was narcissistic and abusive mentally. I don't believe physically, but he was just kind of jealous of her stardom and like her bad bitchness, which always confuses me because how do you chase after a bad bitch? You get a bad bitch, you marry a bad bitch, you have children with a bad bitch, and then start feeling away because she's a bad bitch. Like, what? Make it make sense. Like, how do you feel away about her? She's always, like, when you got with her, she was Tiana Taylor. So, what was the expectation? That she doled the shit down? I feel like when he left the league, he felt like, oh, shit, she out here popping and I'm just an ex-NBA player. But, like, statistically, you're more likely to get struck by lightning to, than to make it to the NBA. So, I don't know how you feel a way about anything. Like, you were in the NBA. Not only were you in the NBA, you, like, you did well in the NBA. So, I'm confusion, man. Y'all out here chasing after these women who are doing their thing, making moves, and then we all get them. It's like, oh, no, no, no. You're doing way too much. Like, how? How do we get here? It is insane what women can do in the middle of a shitstorm. If Cassie would have never said nothing, I would have never thought, I mean, I would have never thought anything like that from the Bennett. But if she never said nothing, I'm like, oh, she had a great relationship. She spent money. She went around the world. Whatever, whatever. Had a great time. It was fantastic. If Kiki would have never said nothing, I would have thought they were doing great, raising their little adorable baby. No issues, no problems at all. If TMZ raggedy asses hadn't dug up Tiana Taylor's divorce information and said all of this, I would have been like, oh, it was an amicable split. They're still cool. Blah, say blah. Like, that is what women are able to do. Put a smile on while they're being abused and keep it fucking pushing. Keep working. Or in Tiana's case, stop working to try to please this man who I guess feels like he ain't shit because his wife is popping. Like, I don't know what's going on, but look at what women are doing in the middle of the abuse that they suffer. It is craziness. But y'all on the internet talking about, oh, why'd you take so long to say something? (sighs) My best to Tiana Taylor. I hope she gets back into music. I always felt like her leaving music was weird. Because, like, of course she wasn't getting the credit that she deserved. But she was still, like, beloved. People loved her music. So that was always weird to me, but to find this out, it's like, oh, gosh, men deserve nothing, nothing, nothing. So uh, I believe that's it. My very best to all the victims we spoke about today. Um, I know y'all are going to continue to get y'all's bags, continue to move on with life. Um, Nothing but misery for the men. 
because y'all are truly, truly garbage. Very briefly, coming forward is difficult when you're facing abuse, but coming forward as like a fat about abuse is like, my God. Y'all think they're terrible to women that come forward about abuse? Be, be fat and say, he did this to me. Immediately, oh, she lying. Don't nobody want her. Why would he do that? Blah, blah, blah. Insanity. Again, do not forget, men deserve nothing. So this is going to wrap up this episode of Big Girl Slay. I appreciate y'all for coming back. Um, As usual, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Give me five whole golden stars on Apple Podcasts. And um, head on over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button. I would uh, greatly appreciate it. Okay, thanks for coming. Bye. Stay fabulous.